0: Fight Club, a podcast that is recorded in front of a live audience at Outside of What's Comedy Club in Kingston! if you're a new listener let me just explain what's going on we have three comedians doing a joke fighting and another comedian who'll be the judge of who's been the funniest we've got five rounds to get through but before we do let's meet the contestants first up is a double Perrier Award nominee who according to his own podcast is at the moment so horny that he has a timetable for his wanks <laughs> <laughs> it's Carl Donnelly Hooray!
1: cheers mate <laughs>
0: Your own podcast. It's not like I, it's say, a I said that the other day.
1: <laughs> My girlfriend's currently uh. in the antipodes, and uh, didn't realise how um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise how much that would affect me.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, hello, Carl. Tell us an interesting fact about yourself.
1: I learned this uh, last week. My great grandmother was the first person. To be killed by a motor vehicle in Ireland. <laughs> that's a great fact, Very isn't it? Impressive, <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, first one, she just walked down front. She was the first person to be killed and run over by a car. How did
2: that happen?
1: Well, I mean, she was probably an alien creature to her, wasn't oh, it? She was it. just walking <laughs> down a, a, a lane and probably saw it and thought, oh, I'll check that out, and it was a car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, it wait, was, wait, wait, wait. and it hit
1: her and she perished. When was what this? Jordan? Hang on. Uh, Did they hang, <laughs> hang, oh, hang on. Let's do the let's do the my great grandmother, so it's ages ago. It wasn't like three weeks ago.
3: Because <laughs> 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 didn't they used to just go ten miles an hour?
0: Um, I don't, I don't uh, know. Oh, all right. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> introduce the people you haven't heard yet. Uh, thank you, Carl, for that amazing fact. Uh, next up is another Perrier nominee, by the way. Uh, I know it's not called the Perrier anymore, but it always will be the Perrier to me, in the same way that ISIS tried to change their name, not having it. <laughs> uh, they will be the IRA to me. <laughs> next up Which is... my great-grandfather was the founding, <laughs>
1: founding member of.
0: <laughs> Next up is the Perry nominee. it's Adam Hess, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yay! Hello, Adam, tell us an interesting fact about yourself. I'm going to change my fact, because I like the, the grandmother theme. <laughs> um, my grandma was a liar, because she had two, she had a secret family in South Africa and didn't tell my dad. She just kept going on holidays, <laughs> mate, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> no, she was a bitch. No, so basically, um, yes, yeah, she had a secret family, and she would just say to my dad, Oh, I'm just going on holiday again for uh, six months, <laughs> and she just kept me on holiday to another family. What was that She she spoke like weirdly like me when I'm t- doing that impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my fact. My fact. Is g- yeah, there we go.
0: Thank you, Adam. And to complete the lineup, the comedians will be me, not a Perrier
4: nominee. <laughs> 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 Fuck off. <laughs> It's only a matter of time, Matt.
0: It's only a matter of time. It's been ten years. (laughs) Uh, An interesting fact about me is I had my fat percentage uh, this week and it turns out I have more fat on me than there is in a (laughs) pepper army. Pretty pleased about that. Also, it's time to lose weight. Uh, uh, This is a true story Uh, from Saturday. I was crossing the road in London when a car came round the corner and was heading straight for me. It's a good thing, actually. Uh, It was (laughs) was coming straight for me, so I put my hand up to say sorry and started jogging across. This is how I realised how unfit I was. I had to apologise twice. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's time to meet our judge I'm very pleased to welcome this comedian to the podcast Another Perrier Award nominee I'm pleased to tell you She's achieved a major milestone In her career this week and Has performed at an amazing venue Outside the Box Comedy Club in Kingston <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she also did the O2 So yeah
4: Alright ladies and gentlemen Zoe Lyons Hello, Zoe. Hello, hello. I prefer this venue, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is what this, this suits me best. <laughs> All right, tell us an interesting fact about yourself. Well, I'm, I'm going to change my interesting fact as well now, cool. uh, since Carl's kicked it off. But my, it's a grand it's a grandparent fact. My great my, no, my grandfather, who I never met sadly, was the first policeman in the Warrington area to ride a motorbike for the force.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <What> say. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. never connected so well. This this podcast, <laughs> incredible. All right, let's have a
1: grandparent. <laughs> first person to be killed by a motorbike.
0: <laughs>
4: It'd be weird, because I actually have grandparents in Ireland. It'd be weird if my interesting fact <laughs> was Trillion. my grandfather was <laughs> the first <laughs> person to kill a car in Ireland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's crack on with it. So the first round is called uh, my 1.28 pence worth, but I can you just have a moan about something, up first will be Carl Donnelly. What are you going to talk about, Carl?
1: Um, I've written a list of gripes Because <laughs> um, <laughs> when you sent me the email, and I don't know how long, I, I don't, are we not meant to talk for it? Can we just give a list of things that yeah, annoy you? Yeah, can you on me. Um, I have written, oh, well, I've written overly expensive things, which is obviously <laughs> in our austerity times. Something we're all affected by. Um, I've written, has anyone ever felt rich enough to not think batteries are too expensive? Because <laughs> <laughs> they are just fucking expensive, aren't they? At like, no point ever. I, I, I think I'd need to be worth about eight billion pounds before I picked up a pack of batteries and didn't say, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so I've written batteries. Uh, I've also written um, spiralizer. I bought a spiralizer recently, and that was expensive. And it is the shittest thing. Have you got a spiralizer? If you don't know what it is. It's um, it's a kitchen utensil where you can turn courgettes and carrots into <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti shapes, right? Uh, or courgetti. Or if you're a wanker, zoodles. <laughs> And it's basically you create courgette spaghetti, which has none of the flavor or integrity of spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) So that is shit. And then finally, I bought a Nutribullet Stroke Ninja. I don't know which one I bought. Uh, And it's basically, has anyone got one of these? Right, they are a blender. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I I learned after I spent 90 (laughs) pounds. I thought this was going to be amazing and it's a blender because I got given a food processor which has a blender attachment and that food processor is worth £30 and can do more than my NutriNinja <laughs> just hasn't got the word ninja in it, which is just, that's what annoyed me about it. It's essentially sales wankers who've gone, if we put ninja on this, some fucking div blokes will buy it thinking it's cool and, uh, and it annoyed me and that's what I say, I just realised uh, why aren't they more like one item of thing that I think is... So, not it's actually underpriced. It's uh, worryingly underpriced. Uh, does anyone else think Boots and Superdrug paracetamol is too cheap for medicine?
2: <laughs> because
1: I, <laughs> there's, not, there's a point of like, uh, if you've got a hangover and you walk in and you're feeling shit and you need something to fix you up, if you pick up a pack of paracetamol that is 16p, I'm always like, well, they're not going to do anything, are they? They're clearly powder. And some people choose the ones between um, the you get like the 25p long ones that you can swallow without. Uh, dying, and then <laughs> you get the massive round ones that are like 16p, and some people choose those. I know, you know, some people are really tight, you know, on the old money, they're on a budget, but who the fuck's picking up them, like the round ones, and saving themselves 8p, but thinking, you know, I like ch- the challenge of trying to sw- swallow a wagon wheel.
0: Hell. <laughs> <laughs> well done, <I> think <laughs>
3: Alright, next up, Adam Hess. What you been talking about, Adam? Well, my gripe is the local gripe. I I realised the last time I've been to Kingston was years ago. It was was when I was at school. uh, uh, Kingston Rowing Club. Any Kingston Rowing... Anyone know anything about that? (laughs) Alright, okay. So, I was so shit at sport at school that they thought... I think it was uninsurable for me to play rugby. So, they chose ten of us and said, what can we get them to do? Oh, rowing. That would be alright. So, they got 10 of the least capable boys and thought, oh, rowing, that way, nah, drowning isn't dangerous. <laughs> so, me, Michael Collins, Zedek, oh, I'll not go through all of them, but we're all oh, Michael two. Michael
1: Collins, the Z- well known IRA <laughs> leader.
3: No, so it's a real no, thing. it's a real no, thing running no, through today, isn't it? Third man on the moon. Okay. And we, uh, we went to the Thames, 10 of us, we got off, and then the man from Kingston Rowing Club said, all right, all right, so you eight, grab that boat, you can be the Cox. And then pointed at me and said, you can get in that. It was just like a fucking fishing boat. Like, sort of the thing Christopher Robin would be in, and just he, he seemed to like think there was no problem with this. He said, okay, you, nine, learn to do r- actual rowing. Adam, you go fishing, or something like that. So I went in this fishing boat, just told, all right, just meet. And also, he said this guy with such confidence, I thought, oh, this is fine. This is fine. And he said, okay, meet back here in an hour and a half. So I thought... I'm going fishing <laughs> so i was in this boat and then my friends just, just went off and then like i was in there just doing all that i actually kind of liked it it was all right and then i got really far i could like see proper bits of london and stuff <laughs> like bridges people wearing hats and stuff and then there's 45 minutes oh, by the way i was wearing a leotard for all of this uh, and then and then i turned around after 45 minutes started to try and go the other way I realized the only reason I'd gotten to proper London, I'd just been dragged out to sea. <laughs> I, I, hadn't, I hadn't done any rowing, and then I tried to go back up, and it wasn't working. and I was just going further and further, and it was going further and further. And it wasn't, so every time I tried to like row fast enough to gain any movement, I'd be so exhausted, I'd have to stop for 10 seconds, get further closer to fucking Dover or wherever the fuck I was going. <laughs> And then like, I started, I didn't have a phone because I, I don't even remember earlier, I was wearing a leotard. I'd left, my, I'd left my phone on the minibus. So I was like, well, what, what the fuck, name and Christing fuck, can I do? I started crying. And I was crying. I was like, Wah. and then, so now there must be people who were like coming home from work and they have an anecdote about a boy in a leotard in a fishing boat crying, <laughs> also wearing a yellow hat. And I, I thought, what, what can I do? Like, cause I was to row to the, the beach bit, like near, no, like near the beach, the South Bank bit. Like there was a little beach. So I went to the beach and had to walk to my dad's office. It's like two hours to get there. I went, got there, it was like six o'clock by this point. And my dad said, oh, Adam, your mother got a phone call from the school. They said you'd run away. <laughs> As if, like, I want to run away. And I thought, oh, I need a boat. Just wait till you get a boat. And so that's your fault, Kingston, with your bad health and safety. I got in trouble. I got in trouble. I got in trouble when I got back to school. The teacher said, well, you, you you've lost Kingston Rowing Association a boat. And I was like, it's, it's near, it's near the tape Modern.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the story. Out of this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, finally, I'm going to be talking about Hen Nights, uh, some of the shitter comedy clubs. I uh, think it's a good idea to sell tickets to a group of women on a Hen Night. Let me tell you, this is not a good idea. It's about as good idea as putting Kim Jong-un in charge of North Korea. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and so anyway, uh, so I've written a list of some Hen Do's and Hen Don'ts. <laughs> Which I can tell you, that, don't groan that, that's a fucking <laughs> great joke. Which I can tell you, these have all actually happened to me in my ten years of being a professional comedian. Hen-do, behave like you would if you are out with a few mates to enjoy a civilised night. Hen-don't, shout out random shit like it's Chanel's hen-do, take the piss out of their incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> that was at Portsmouth Junglers.
2: <laughs>
0: hen-do, before you come to a comedy club, make sure your group like live comedy and know what to expect. Hen don't shout out to the comedian on stage, do some jokes about Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Jonglers on the road, Chatham.
2: Oh, Hen do, like.
0: sit there, face the right way, and laugh him when everyone else is. Hen don't have a cackling laugh that sounds like Jimmy Carr laughing whilst being gangbanged by hyenas, <laughs> <laughs> but only laugh during the setups. Then try and fight the comedian who takes the piss out of you in the break. Comedy Club Ashford, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hen do, drink responsibly Hen don't, drink like George Best and Oliver Reed Playing Fuzzy Duck <laughs> Then be sick in your handbag <laughs> Jonglers Camden <laughs> Hen do, be polite to the people around you Hen don't, start a fight with, uh, Don't start a fight because you discover The girl on the table next to you Has a boyfriend who has the same name as your dad <laughs> <laughs> actually happened, Ha Ha Ha's Comedy Club in Clacton, <laughs> And this is my personal favourite uh, for the Lady Like of the Year award goes to Hen Do. Go to the toilet in the interval when everyone else is. Hen Don't. Walk across the front of the stage saying I've got to go to the box because I reckon I've got a toxic one up my growler. <laughs> <laughs> Actual quote. That was at a private school fundraiser in Windsor. <laughs> Uh, That's the end of the first round. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for all the comedians that you and I. All right, let's let's uh, let's go over to Judge Lyons for her notes and decisions as to who won that round, please.
4: Right, well, as much as I feel Carl's pain with the old batteries, I do feel that pain. You can get around that one, though, Carl, do what oh. I do. Get yourself a wife who just buys all that shit oh, for right. you. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to be one the bought a battery in years, which is a big thing <laughs> I to I say in a lesbian, lesbian household. <laughs> so. Uh,
1: if you'd have said rechargeable batteries, <laughs> yeah. I would have never talked to you again. Anyone who buys rechargeable batteries and a recharger can
4: get No, I haven't battery. got one of those. We, no, we fucked the planet as well. Anyway. So, um, so I haven't bought batteries. I haven't bought bought, um, shampoo for about five years. I haven't bought bought dog food since we got a dog. It's amazing. (laughs) If if I didn't have a wife, I'd have a dead dog. It's amazing. Anyway, so, as much as I feel your pain...
1: I did actually go through a divorce.
4: Did you? Sorry about that. That is quite (laughs) awkward. I do remember that now. I used to have batteries. Yeah. You didn't have a dog, did you? Don't tell me... You wouldn't have to saw the dog in half. That'd be horrific. I've got a new partner, though. So oh, have you? I can get. Good, right. again. Lovely. Nice.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: it's added
1: a real dark turn, hasn't it?
4: Math, you're playing too many junglers. Can't vote for you. Yeah. Uh, it's just fucking hell. I'm I hate le- hemp parties. Don't, them don't I you? No. It's because they've stopped paying everybody, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So is that going on the podcast? We will never work for them again. Um, <laughs> uh, hen do, I'm, I'm with, but I'm, I'm afraid Adam's the only bloke I've ever met that's been. shipwrecked in London in a fishing boat
0: well Alright, let's move on to the next round. We'll do about five of these each, we'll just take turns. Uh, so, if Adam goes first, then Carl, then me. Uh, this round, if you could give your uh, teenage self some advice, what would you give them? So, if you could give your teenage self some advice, what would you give them? Adam, do you want to go first?
3: What, wait, what in a sentence? It, it, wherever a, you want to do A I worry I might ramble. Yeah, well, Jim, yeah, just uh, a sentence would be good. <laughs> or, Don't go up the shard on a day. it's shit. It's shit, <laughs> it's 20 quid. And then you, like, you, so you think you, you should, it's 20 quid each, that's 40, because I've paid. And then, it, for something that's that much, you, can't, you think you can't just spend five minutes up there. But then after you've pointed at where, you th- where your house is, and where you think your last house was, <laughs> with fucking nothing to talk about. <laughs> and then I don't care when she's talking about where her house is, because it's f- it's, it was far away. So don't go it. <laughs>
0: Don't go it. (laughs) Don't go it. it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's nearly a sentence. And then you've got to pretend
3: you enjoy the rest of it. Oh, that's (laughs) where my school was.
0: (laughs) You've had your turn. (laughs) Just.
3: All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just where have you got a normal joke? I've not got a normal joke. um,
1: I've I've noted down, don't look forward uh, as much as you... Well, basically, don't get your hopes up about the 69 sexual position. (laughs) Because, because I spent my entire life from about no from about, from the moment I was aware of what sex was and the first time I saw the sixty-nine position until the first time I did it, I thought that was gonna be the greatest thing I ever do. And the first time you do it, within about five seconds, you're like, This is shit, isn't it? This is just neither of us are getting much out of this. And you do it you just power through for about two minutes, and then you're like, fuck it, let's do it in normal ones, isn't it? It just really, and that was a real. I wish I could go back and say that to myself. Yeah, well,
2: that's right. pretty good. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, would you like you? So you're you're 16 years old. I no, want to sh- say it to my eight-year-old self. Eight-year-old, a creepy, old self. Guy
4: eight-year-old. From the, <laughs> creepy guy from the fish shop, you know 69s. <laughs> you're pretty good at maths for an eight-year-old. <laughs> pretty, yeah, can <laughs> only count to ten. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, uh, I would go back and I would say to my teenage self, "Listen, soon you're going to be with a girlfriend called Donna, right? And during sex, you're going to say, shout out the wrong name. Try not to, because when I shouted Stuart, it did
4: lead to a lot of questions." <laughs> 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 you could have shouted kebab. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, I got it. Well yeah. done. Yeah, thank nearly. you. not
3: yeah. Adam, have you got a sentence? <laughs> Like, don't go bowling on a date because <laughs> yeah, the second game, okay, the second game of bowling is a, it's too much bowling, and you can't chat because like you'll you'll say, oh, do you have any brothers or something? I'm gonna go bowling now, and you got bowl, and then you you want to then she's now bowling, so that, <laughs> <laughs> and then also if it if if it's okay seriously if it's 2006 and you're with Gemma with a G, and then you make a joke that the heaviest ball. The heaviest one has got the smallest holes. You make a joke about the creature that is 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 okay, small holes like as if claws, but it's the heaviest one. Make a joke, about, oh this, that's for the creature. She won't laugh either. So <laughs> So don't go bowling. Right. Okay. <laughs> <You can't.
1: laughs> um I would recommend to my young self not to at the age of thirteen when my parents were out. To blow up a swimming armband and use it as a makeshift <laughs> vagina.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a makeshift vagina. A makeshift that. vagina. I, I, made a, I made a sex aid,
2: <laughs>
1: and it, even though it worked, was still the bleakest thing I've done to <laughs> date. I, was, uh, I reckon I was 13. I could have been 12.
3: You had armbands when you were 13. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Actually, I genuinely did. I still, I still, to this day, am a rudimentary swimmer. Oh. <laughs> but I got rid of the armbands after that event.
4: I bet you swim when you're back, don't you? Uh, <laughs> because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, most, I just view swimming very differently after that day.
0: <laughs> 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 it's never gone this route before. I've really quite enjoyed it. Uh, let's do it. We'll do one more each, and then uh, see how we go. Whose go is it? My go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So basically, uh, you know how gutted you were. You didn't get on. Jim will fix it. Bullet dodged, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one more. All uh, right. I've got. No, I won't do it. Um, don't don't drink on dates because it's an interview for a wife. You don't want to be. You don't. You don't drink for an interview. And you need to be sober for it, because you'll, you'll end up liking anything when you're drunk. That's, that's, why, that's why Chicken Cottage exists. So I went out with a chicken version of Chicken Cottage for nine months. And I'm a vegan, that doesn't make sense. But it wasn't happy, now she's got the tandem bike.
0: <laughs> you got one more, Carl? Around? Uh, I've got, I
1: don't know how many regrets I've got, mate. Um, <laughs> I've written, uh, don't, oh, this, uh, don't um, assume uh, that the Metallica Black album is called Vertigo, because that was the name of the record company on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're 15, get into a really cool conversation, and you're trying to act like you know about music, and they say, what's your favourite Metallica album? you go, Vertigo. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and, uh, and they realise
0: you're a dick. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, All right. That's the end of I'm that still round, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Thank you very much. we done. Let's once again check in with Miss Zoe Lyons. Find out who won that one. Listen, Hands down, it's the sexual swimming aid. I just. <laughs> yes. It's so visual. It's so visual, isn't it? Yeah. And they're the right kind of colour almost as well that kind of and just all you have
1: to do is over inflate yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> and basically the bit what the way your arm should all. go yeah. arm, a bit where your arm should go just gets grad- you can fit it to your size guys
0: <laughs> any any lube or uh, <laughs> any lube What's I was 13 <laughs> mate I wasn't <laughs> right.
1: shopping in Ann Summers at that point fair enough
0: alright well done Carl Dolly wins that round ladies <laughs> and round of applause for Carl alright Okay, this round is just for Carl and Adam. Uh, this is the poems round. Uh, so who would like... To, do you want to go first? I've, I've,
1: yeah, and this is... I didn't write a poem for this, uh, even though Math emailed. I've got a poem that... Basically, I used to be really... I was really, I thought I was really pretentious when I was in my teens. And uh, my best mate, Rich, once wrote a poem uh, to take the piss out of me because I was into, like, sort of, you know, Jack Kerouac and all that sort of stuff. And it basically was a piss take of that sort of beat street poetry um, and this it, I'm just going to tell you that. I totally remember it, even though I haven't heard it. You know, the first time I heard it and only heard it was when I was 16. Uh, it's very short. This is a poem by my friend Richard Mills. Right? It's called Cock, Juice, Gush, by the way.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Cock, juice, gush, up your mum's bum. Nine days old... She don't clean, she's dirty, but your dad loves her. Thank you. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh,
0: Keats is shitting himself. Uh, well done, mate. <laughs> it was, uh,
1: it's my favourite poem of all time, by the way. And I'm uh, genuinely a fan of poetry, but that one will stay with me for life.
3: <laughs> Very well performed. Adam? All right, well, I, I found out about this poetry around uh, 13 days ago, and a, and a thing happened to me on that day, and I thought, oh, what? I'll, I'll do it about what I'm experiencing today. So this is called Contact. Um, it's about a girl. Oh, fast, the punchline. Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> Contact. Opened lappy tea. Oh, by the way, so uh, it rhymes. Um, opened lappy tea. Went on to Facey B. She's only gone and sent me a fucking requ- friend, requ- friend request. Um, <laughs> Checked all my profile pictures before accepting them to check I looked fit in them. Then I accepted and then looked at all of my profile pictures and imagined that I was her looking at them for the first time. (laughs) Then I deleted my most handsome profile picture and uploaded it again so it'd be the first one that she sees and I renamed the picture Glastonbury 2015 even though I've never been to Glastonbury and it was taken in
2: 2003.
3: (laughs) Draft all messages in Microsoft Word so it doesn't say Adam is typing for three hours each time and then fill each message with three spelling mistakes so it isn't obvious I've proofread it four times
2: <laughs>
3: wait she shouldn't reply for fucking days but anyway and then, uh, then we went on a date and yeah, so that's the end of the poem
4: <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> just a quick round over to Jay Lyons who won that one as, as beautiful as both of those verses <laughs> were uh, and straight to the point as Carl's was uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's well, a reminded nice. of Wordsworth, really, when you listen to Cock Juice. Cock
1: Juice yeah. yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Bear in mind, he didn't write it himself.
4: No, that's, oh, true. And, yeah. that's true. And for that, that Adam, I, the points have to go to you, my friend. Yeah. Because, yeah, Adam Hess was
0: getting I, It's the
4: detail within your poem that I, I was enjoying. The Thank you of, very yeah, much. The renaming photos. I do that. I go through my diary and put in things that I've I haven't done <laughs> if I get to an end of a week and I've had a really quiet week I'll write shit in in case I have an accident and somebody picks up my diary and thinks oh she was quiet so uh, yeah points go to you my friend well, well you done, done. alright
0: moving it on alright next round is called one liners or jokes uh, or routine of your choice uh, just so basically you do anything you fucking want really Yeah. Uh, so Carl do you want to go first
1: uh, I will tell you a quick story about um, something I did uh, last year, and it was like, one of the creepiest things I think of well, no, it. no, it's one of two creepiest things <laughs> I've ever done. Um, I uh, I got on a London overground train, uh, you know the ones where they got rid of all the chairs, right? And there's just a row either side. And uh, I got on it, and it was like 2 in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and it was empty. First time I'd ever experienced this, a whole empty London train, uh, and I was eating blueberries, right? Um, that's not a creepy <laughs> bit, by the way. Uh, it's an absolutely fine snack to eat in public, you know. Um, I so was eating me blueberries and then we pulled into the next station and a woman got on uh, and she sat about 50 foot down the train away from me. Uh, there was no exchange at all, no look, no glance, nothing. She was just there. And then the train door shut and we went to move again and a, a blueberry fell out of the pack, just jumped out as we jolted forward. And it landed in this grooves on the floor, right? Next time you're on one, have a look. It it rolled over the train, hitting the groove. And then, because we started moving that way, it started rolling towards the woman. And I looked, and the groove ran all the way to her foot. And I realized, (laughs) in about 20 seconds, it was going to hit her foot. (laughs) So it meant I had, like, 20 seconds to work out, but essentially what to do when she looks up, yeah? Because she was definitely going to look up. This is the thing. If she didn't look up, I'd be more scared. Because what kind of nutter would get hit by a blueberry? (laughs) In public and not check where it came from, so I started panicking, trying to work out what to do. And I panicked too much. I freak out too much in these situations because when it hit her, she looked up and she—I waved. I gave her a wave, <laughs> which is definitely the creepiest option you could go for. <laughs> I think about that. I don't know what it's like to be a woman, right? And I've I've heard, I've got friends who have had horrible things happen to them on public transport. I am going to assume if you're on your own on public transport and you got hit by a blueberry, if you checked where it came from, the last thing you want to see is 50 (laughs) foot away, a man just eating blueberries on his own, just waving down the train. looked like the blueberry killer was about to strike again.
0: Well done, Carl. Yeah, thanks, Carl. I'm going to go next. Uh, I'm going to talk... Well, I, I seem to have a better life when I'm asleep, uh, when I'm dreaming. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the saddest things yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fairly happy person. It's just that when I'm asleep, my dreams just seem to have more fun <laughs> like I'm a better person. For example, um, when I'm asleep and I look in the mirror, I see Brad Pitt. When I'm awake and look in the mirror, I see Fred West. <laughs> like Sleep Me goes sleepwalking, but Awake Me doesn't mind that because I include it in my exercise in my Fitness power app. <laughs> <laughs> but sleep Me beats Stephen Fry in a spelling competition, right? But Awake Me regularly meets the red squiggly line from Word for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Asleep, I've had anxiety dreams as well. Asleep Me died on my arse at live at the Apollo. Uh, but Awake Me isn't successful enough to ever see if that will actually happen or not. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there is it's good sides. Oh, uh, Sleep Me once had sex with Michelle Keegan, but Awake Me would probably have sex with Kevin Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's me. Let's move on to Adam, finally.
3: Oh, I've got some jokes. Um, whenever I'm on a date with a girl, I tell her she's got an amazing laugh to trick her into thinking she's been laughing a lot. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, yesterday, I bumped into my old French teacher and she asked me what I'm up to now. I told her I uh, go to the cinema and play football with my brother. Uh, and, um, everyone's got one of those friends that talks to themselves and if you're sitting there saying, oh well I don't, then it's you. That's the best joke I've ever written. Um, I can't imagine the queen with wet hair. I just can't imagine the queen with wet hair. Um, people get impressed whenever I say I pulled an all-nighter because they don't know that's my way of saying I fucked an owl. Um Recently when I was really short on money, I was in a bar and I saw a sign that said, dance contest tonight, top prize 200 pounds. So I said this to my friends, hey guys, how much would you pay me to eat that poster? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, whenever the pizza guy, you see, I tricked you with that joke. Uh, um, whenever the pizza guy arrives, I always like to shout, hey guys, the pizzas are here, to my empty flat, so it's not obvious I'm gonna fuck both pizzas on my own. <laughs> you see, I tricked you, I tricked you with that joke. Um, <laughs> In France, Jennifer Lopez's 2001 album J.Lo was actually called "I Have Water." (laughs) (laughs) It's my second best joke. You know, you can see how many discos a disco ball has done by cutting open and counting the grooves. Hit it! (laughs) (laughs) I find it weird that. I find it weird that what they once sent a dog into space to check it was safe to humans, because that doesn't check as to whether or not going into space turns you into a dog. <laughs> so imagine that, because it always makes you, like, like, like dog stuff, like chasing cats.
0: Out of mess, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs>
4: Uh, all right. Well, we're time to check in with Miss Zoe Lyons. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, as beautiful as as fabulous as those one liners were. I'm, it's a, it, and they are fucking fabulous. And now I can't. I've got an image of the Queen with wet hair. My, it's weird, isn't it? Isn't that weird? It's all just sort of like oh, just opening the front door, fag hanging out of her mouth. It's like you can't imagine her having a poo, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's,
1: it's that old conversation. You can't imagine poo coming out of her bum. Yeah, but
4: my joke. Let's talk about my joke. That's
1: <laughs>
3: right.
4: <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah, but I just think in this overly populated city where we, we're living such health, unhealthy lives, just Carly in fruit and connecting with a woman by yeah, rolling, rolling a small blueberry around the groove of an internal carriage track is kind Of creepy, but it's kind of beautiful at the I same was, time. There was, <laughs> it was like
1: if there was like low level
4: I mean, classical music, so, it's a romantic and it's kind of it's part of your five a day, which I'm enjoying. Yeah. And and it's just reaching out and touching people, it's just yeah, it makes you think, don't tweet them, just chuck a bit of fruit at them. That's, that's what this world needs. It's, it's a beautiful story, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's story. getting my vote, my friend. Thank you. it's yeah. glorious. Carl Dolly, one up round again
0: yes alright into the final round uh, this is a true embarrassing story again it's just for Carl and Adam uh, Carl would you like to go first um, I will tell the,
1: I said the last one was one of the most embarrassing things I've done and it was on a train I've got, the worst one happened around the same time Right? I had a real run of them yeah um, I accidentally <laughs> spat on a lady's book who was sitting next to me because I tried to read it over her shoulder right <laughs> this was a I was on a busy train I think it was a tube actually and a, and a woman sat next to me and she had a rucksack on so she was sitting about six inches forward of me and she got out a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey and I was so excited because I'd not read that book and I know the story and I thought this is my chance to actually read a bit without having to pay money and shit, right? <laughs> so I started reading it over her shoulder and, uh, and it was a busy train but obviously she wasn't aware and in d- London we don't really dob in people that read over other people's shoulders and I was about four lines in when basically I did that thing and I think most of you would have done this. Uh, do you ever do that thing when you do a yawn and mid yawn just loads of spit comes out of your <laughs> mouth, Right? What? And this is the thing, why has this never been talked about? This is the most common. I thought I was alone, right? And apparently, I had to Google it. It's a thing called gleeking, muscle spasm. It's a little spit tube under your tongue. Sometimes when you yawn, it, your tongue presses on it, and it's like one of them little plug in air fresheners. It goes like. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> So you got no control. And this is what happened. Right? I was sitting next to her. I thought I was going to get away with it. And the people sitting opposite would have had the best view. Because they would have just seen a man clearly planning something, looking all shifty. And then just look for about three seconds and then just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so much spit came out all over her. And, uh, and I just she didn't look up. She looked away because she knew it happened. And I'd just sit there for about... Eight minutes while everyone <laughs> stared at me. That was the worst thing that's ever happened. Is
4: any book you're going to spit on, though? It's oh. going to be Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> spit me? on it,
1: spit on it. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Excellent. It was the
0: most disgusting thing. Well done, Carl. All right, Adam, have you got uh, an embarrassing story about dating?
3: Yeah, this happened uh, 10 days ago. Oh, you with the girl from the Facebook poem, yeah. So I wanted a date with her. What? Oh, it was a third date. We went to a restaurant called um, Raj of Kilburn. Little plug. And then we went to stay at her house afterwards because I was really funny on the date. And went to hers, whatever, time lapse, intercourse. And um, <laughs> next morning, um, I woke up. We were, she, she said she had to leave at like midday. She had an audition. Okay, this is funny. Anyway, she had an audition to be in Lemis, and then I said, oh, I love Lemisarabla, which you not many. You call it Lemis. You can't say Lemisarabla because if you like Lemisarabla, you don't call it Lemisarabla. And also, you can't look sexy when you said the blur part of is Miserable bleh. And also, when I said the blur part, I spat on her face. And so I was really lying there, and I said blur, and I spat on her face. And I was so embarrassed, I farted. And <laughs> to cover up the fart, I don't know how I thought this is quickly. To cover up the fart, I just quickly grabbed my phone on the table, as if that was my texting noise. And then I was like, it's just a penis reduction. And anyway, we, we fell asleep again until like ten more, 10 o'clock now. And um, I went to get up because so I said, oh, I need to leave as well. As I got up, got up, I swung my legs around and I saw a physical manifestation of the fart on the bed oh. And Because we, we went to Raj of Kilburn. It was bad. And I thought, so I just went back into the bed. I was like, oh, I, I now live in the bed. Can I buy the bed off you? I now live in the house. Can I buy the house? Let's burn the house down. And, uh, and I just try to make some excuse. I thought like, let's just stay in bed for a bit. Went, All right. And I, then I said, I, I was sneaky. I said, ah. Oh, Oh, I'd love a coffee. And she went, I'll make you one. I knew what I was doing. She got up, went to make a coffee. It was a studio flat. It, was, it wasn't was too much effort. She's not earning a lot. And she, she said, black or white? Black. I knew exactly what my plan was. For those of you who are with me, I'm sorry that you've got that fucked up of mind. For those of you not, I envy you. Basically, she then brought back a coffee, and I thought, okay, I need to spill this all over myself and the bed to hide the crime and she gave it to me and I didn't really know what my plan was I thought okay I'll sneeze while drinking it now I don't know if any of you are familiar with my acting canon <laughs> sneezes aren't like top of my um style so I just, as if it's made of pepper I, like, I, went, I went like, chew and then trying to shake it. And then like a bit went on my nipple, and that was it. But that was it, and it was like, oh, fuck. So then I just, I thought, like, okay, fuck, anyway. So I just went, I went, oh, oh, it's really hot, and then just went, like that. Like, so then a bit on my chest. I'll show you afterwards, there's a little mark there. So, there, and the base of the penis, and nothing really on the stain, just like a bit on the bed. And I was like, oh, no. Are you gonna have to change the bed sheets now? I've got it on your bed sheets. And then she said, Oh, that's right, I spilled like some marmalade or something on it the other day, so I was going to change them anyway. It wasn't my shit, it was <laughs> just some marmalade. I got first gonna be birds with the base of the penis. I shaved for her, <laughs> and then it was the guard is now gone, so that's what happens. Well right. done, Adam
0: Hess! Excellent! <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. All we got now is checking one more time with Judge Zoe Lyons to find out who won the whole thing.
4: Well, um, listen, uh, I hate to sit on the fence, but since both of those stories involved. Spitting up stuff over various <laughs> women, I'm quite impressed. So, I'm going to split the final point. It's got they're getting half each, mate. They're getting half oh, each. Right. Hey, yeah, they're getting half each. You'd have got the full point if you had actually shat yourself yeah. I I had you had a out. I'd have given you <laughs> give the full point. But now that I know it was just a yeast spread, I think ah. you're only getting half. <laughs> Excellent. Right then, all you got you now
0: decided we won the whole podcast. Because I don't know if you've been keeping scores or anything, but just make it up if you haven't. It
4: was, it was, two, it was two and a half each. Two and a <laughs> half each. It's a three. draw. Yeah, First time i have ever in.
0: had a draw. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl Donnelly Adam Hess have drawn. Well done. I didn't get one round. Huh? I didn't get one round. You didn't, oh. Get, oh, you didn't win one round. You didn't get one round. It's because oh. it's your podcast, math, yeah I oh, know, everyone it? does that. That's what I'm putting it down to. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you are on Twitter, please spread the words at Joke Fight Club. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, before you get home, just another round of applause for the comedian you saw, Adam Hess, So Sir Lyons and Matt Brown Thanks very much. <laughs>